们可能永远无法解释为何有些事物会对我们有意义，或者有怎样的意义，但至少可以断定，凡是有意义的东西，必定要经过培育，必须保存起来，待到需要的时候再派上用场。音乐和文学不一定在当下带给我愉悦，却成了我放在那里的东西，可以留住并长存。这段话出自菲利普·肯尼科特的《复调：巴赫与生命之痛》，书名一语双关，讲音乐，更对人生。我是轻松调频主持人阿丽，和轻松调频一起在阅读中感受生活之美。Easy FM, we are the difference. 鸟儿的欢鸣，溪水的婉转。听，爱与恨，悲与喜，苦与乐，得与失。听，跳跃的文字，灵动的声音。You're listening to more to read. 欢迎您来到轻松调频美文阅读 ，more to read。我是沈听，让我们在这里一起听美文，学英语。今天，让我们一起来听美国心理学家卡尔·罗杰斯的一句话。俄罗斯诗人谢尔盖·叶塞宁的一首诗歌《The Night》，夜。最后，让我们继续来读英国作家 G.K. 切斯特顿的一篇文章，《A Piece of Chalk》，一支粉笔。More to read， 用文字抒发感情，用文字诉说故事，用文字穿越古今。Daily quote. The only person who is educated is the one who has learned how to learn and change. Carl Rogers. 唯一真正受过教育的人，是那个学会了如何学习和改变的人。卡尔·罗杰斯。卡尔·罗杰斯出生于1902年 ，1987 年去世。美国心理学家，是人本主义心理学的主要代表人物。他从事心理咨询和治疗的实践与研究，主张以当事人为中心的心理治疗方法。首创非指导性治疗，强调人应具备自我调整以恢复心理健康的能力。罗杰斯于1947年当选为美国心理学会主席 ，1956 年获美国心理学会颁发的杰出科学贡献奖。The only person who is educated. Is the one who has learned how to learn and change. Carl Rogers. 唯一真正受过教育的人，是那个学会了如何学习和改变的人。卡尔·罗杰斯。
day. The night, Sergei Yasenin. The river quietly dreams. Dark forest stands still. Crake doesn't scream, and nightingales don't trill. It's a night of silence. The rill hardly makes a sound, while moon's brilliance silvers everything around. Silver shines the river. Silver shines the rill. Silver shines and shivers. Dewy grass on the hill. Night, just silence. All nature sleeps, safe and sound, while moon's brilliance silvers everything around. Shiarkai 只听得溪水轻轻的歌唱夜来临听到的诗歌《The 莫斯科酒馆之音 
。次年，他首次对外发表了作品《亡灵节》，同年又连续发表《心血》《白话》等作品。1916年，叶赛宁应征入伍，在沙俄皇家战地卫生专列上服役。同年，出版个人首部诗集《扫墓日》。1922年至1923年，跟随妻子邓肯在中东和西欧游历。1925年发表了《安娜·斯涅金娜：黑人》。同年12月28日，叶赛宁在列宁格勒自杀。叶赛宁早期创作的诗，首先是与民间创作传统联系在一起的，农民的生活风俗、传说、神话、宗教诗、民间抒情歌曲和谣曲。所有这些都进入叶赛宁的诗歌体系，梁赞平原淳朴的风情和自幼所受的教育，积淀了他的传统文化心理。鲜活的民间词汇则丰富了他的诗歌语言。他的创作源泉、诗歌主题都源自人民的生活，源自故乡的大自然。叶赛宁的自然风景诗的另一个显著特征是，风景画面的诗性建立在自然界与人的世界相结合的亲密关系上。而人的世界则在与自然生命的联想中展开。The night, Sergei Yasenin. The river quietly dreams. Dark forest stands still. Crake doesn't scream, and nightingales don't trill. It's a night of silence. The rill hardly makes a sound, while moon's brilliance silvers everything around. Silver shines the river. Silver shines the rill. Silver shines. And shivers, dewy grass on the hill. Night, just silence. All nature sleeps, safe and sound, while moon's brilliance silvers everything around. Shear Gai Ye Sai Ning. Hu Shui Chao Chao Liu Ru Meng Xiang. Yu An De Song Lin. Shi Qi Xuan Xiang. Ye Ying De Ge Sheng Chen Ji La. Chang Jiao Yang Ji. Bu Zai Huan Rang. Ye Lai Lin. Si Xia Yi Pian Jing. 只听得溪水轻轻的歌唱，明月洒下它的光辉，给周围的一切披上银装。大河银星万点，小溪银波微漾，近水的原野上的青草也闪着银色光芒。夜来临，四下一片寂静。大自然沉浸在梦乡
，明月洒下它的光辉，给周围的一切披上银装。世界，用心用心聆听。Beauty of words。欢迎您继续收听轻松调频美文阅读 ，More to Read。我是沈听。下面让我们一起来感受 Beauty of words。在上一期节目中，我们一起读了英国作家 G.K. 切斯特顿的文章《A Piece of Chalk》，一支粉笔的上半部分。今天，让我们继续来把这篇文章读完。切斯特顿是英国著名的作家和文学评论家，其散文风格多样，文笔轻盈，文学批评颇获称誉。其论著《文学中的维多利亚时代》以及有关勃朗宁、狄更斯、萨克雷、乔叟的研究著作，见解精当。而他创造的最著名的角色呢，则是牧师侦探布朗神父，首开以犯罪心理学方式推理案情之先河。可以说，切斯特顿是英国文学史上少有的博学大师。他思想深邃，视野宏阔，文笔机巧，风格奇异，常于在寻常琐事中发惊世之绝响，回味之余令人赞叹。好，下面呢，让我们继续来读由 G.K. 切斯特顿所写的文章《A Piece of Chalk》，一支粉笔，中文版本由彭发胜翻译。Piece of chalk, by G.K. Chesterton. 一支粉笔 ，G.K. Chesterton. I crossed one swell of living turf after another, looking for a place to sit down and draw. Do not, for heaven's sake, imagine I was going to sketch from nature. I was going to draw devils and seraphim. And blind old gods that men worshipped before the dawn of right, and saints in robes of angry crimson, and seas of strange green, and all the sacred or monstrous symbols that look so well in bright colours on brown paper. 我越过一片又一片绿茵茵的草坡，想找一个地方坐下来作画。看在老天爷的份上，千万别以为我是准备临摹大自然。我准备画魔鬼和天使，画人们在正义的黎明以前所崇拜的瞎眼的古老的神，画身穿鲜艳的深红长袍的圣徒，画呈现神奇绿色的海洋，以及一切神圣或巨大的象征。他们的鲜明色彩在牛皮纸上看起来非常美妙。They are much better worth drawing than nature. Also, they're much easier to draw. When a cow came slouching by in the field next to me, a mere artist might have drawn it, but I always get drawn in the hind legs of quadrupeds. So I drew the soul of the cow, which I saw there plainly walking before me in the sunlight, and the soul was all purple and silver. <laughs> 
and has seven horns and the mystery that belongs to all the beasts. 它们比大自然更值得描绘，而且画起来也容易得多。当附近田野里有头奶牛没精打采地走过来时，一位地道的画家很可能要画它。可是我总分不清四足动物的后腿，所以我就画奶牛的灵魂。我清晰地看见阳光下，它就在我面前走着。那灵魂通体是紫色和银色的，有七只脚，并具有一切野兽都具有的神秘性。But though I could not, with a crayon, get the best out of the landscape, it does not follow that the landscape was not getting the best out of me. And this, I think, is the mistake that people make about the old poets who lived before Wordsworth, and were supposed not to care very much about nature because they did not describe it much. 尽管我不能用粉笔把风景中最美的部分发掘出来，但不能因此说风景没有把我最美的部分发掘出来。而这一点，我想。正是人们对于华兹华斯以前那些老诗人产生的误解，以为他们对大自然的描写不多，就是不太关心大自然。They preferred writing about great men to writing about great hills, but they sat on the great hills to write it. They gave out much less about nature, but they drank in perhaps much more. They painted the white robes of their holy virgins with the blinding snow. At which they had stared all day, they blazoned the shows of their paladins with the purple and gold of many heraldic sunsets. The greenness of a thousand green leaves clustered into the live green figure of Robin Hood. The blueness of a score of forgotten skies became the blue robes of the Virgin. The inspiration went in like sunbeams and came out like Apollo. 他们宁肯描写大人物，而不愿描写大山。可是他们却是坐在大山上写作的。他们所呈现的自然的东西很少，但他们从中汲取的东西也许很多。他们把圣母式的女士的白袍描绘成使人目眩的白雪的颜色，而白雪正是他们整天凝望着的东西。他们在武士的盾牌上点缀了许许多多文章上常见的那种夕阳的紫红和金黄，一千种绿叶的绿色汇合成了活生生的绿色人物形象罗宾汉。二十片被遗忘的天空的蓝色变成了圣母身上的蓝袍，灵感像阳光一般射进来，又像光明之神阿波罗一样射出去。But as I sat scrawling these silly figures on the brown paper, it began to dawn on me, to my great disgust, that I had left one chalk, and that a most exquisite and essential chalk behind. I searched all my pockets, but I could not find any white chalk. Now those who are acquainted with all the philosophy. Nay, religion, which is typified in the art of drawing on brown paper, know that white is positive and essential. 然而，我坐在那里，在牛皮纸上胡乱画着这些妄想出来的形象时，逐渐意识到自己忘记带一支粉笔了，而且是最精致、最重要的一支
，这让我非常不开心。我搜遍了所有的衣袋，可是找不到任何白色粉笔。要知道，凡是熟悉在牛皮纸上作画的艺术所代表的一切哲学以及宗教的人，都知道白色是实在的和绝对必要的。I cannot avoid remarking here upon a moral significance. One of the wise and awful truths which this brown paper art reveals is this: that white is a color. It is not a mere absence of color; it is a shining and affirmative thing, as fierce as red, as definite as black. When, so to speak, your pencil grows red hot, it draws roses. When it grows white hot. It draws stars, and one of the two or three defiant verities of the best religious morality of real Christianity, for example, is exactly this same thing. The chief assertion of religious morality is that white is a color. 这里我免不了要谈及一种道德意义。这种牛皮纸艺术所揭示的明智而可怕的真理之一就是白。是一种颜色，它并非颜色的缺乏，它是一种灿烂的、正面的东西，像红色一样热烈，像黑色一样明确。比如说，你的铅笔变得火红的时候，就画得出玫瑰；它变得白炽的时候，就画得出星辰。最好的宗教道义里，例如真正的基督教教义中的两三个无畏的真理之一。恰好也是这样说的。宗教道义的主要论断就认为白是一种颜色。Virtue is not the absence of vices or the avoidance of moral dangers. Virtue is a vivid and separate thing, like pain or a particular smell. Mercy does not mean not being cruel or sparing people revenge or punishment. It means a plain and positive thing like the sun. Which one has either seen or not seen? 美德并不是没有罪恶或回避道德上的危险。美德是一种鲜明而独立的事物，好比痛苦或特殊的气味。慈悲并不是指不残忍或不对人报复或惩罚，它是一种平易而确定的东西，如同太阳一样，你要么看见，要么看不见。Chastity does not mean abstention from sexual wrong; it means something flaming, like Joan of Arc. In a word, God paints in many colors, but He never paints so gorgeously. I had almost said so gaudily as when He paints in white. In a sense, our rage has realized this fact, and expressed it in our sullen costume. For if it were really true that white was a blank and colorless thing, negative and non-committal, then white would be used instead of black and gray for the funeral dress of this pessimistic period. We should see city gentlemen in frock coats of spotless silver linen, with top hats as white as wonderful arum lilies, which is not the case. 贞洁并不是指绝不犯性方面的错误。它是一种燃烧着的东西，如同圣女贞德一样。总而言之，上帝用许许多多色彩作画，但从没像用白色作画时那么华丽，我几乎要说那么俗艳。
，在一定程度上，这一事实已在我们的时代得以实现，已在我们阴郁的服装上得到了表达。因为如果说白色真的是空洞的、没颜色的，既不肯定又不明朗，那么在当前这个悲观的时代，就应该用它来代替黑色和灰色作为丧服的颜色。我们就应该看到城里的绅士们身穿一尘不染的银白色亚麻礼服大衣，头戴马蹄莲一般洁白的礼帽。事实并非如此。Meanwhile, I could not find my chalk. I sat on the hill in a sort of despair. There was no town nearer than Chichester at which it was even remotely probable that there would be such a thing as an artist's colour man. And yet, without white, my absurd little pictures would be as pointless as the world would be if there were no good people in it. I stared stupidly round, racking my brain for expedients. Then I suddenly stood up and roared with laughter again and again, so that the cows stared at me and called a committee. 与此同时，我还是找不到我要的粉笔。我坐在小山上，心里有点绝望。离这儿最近的城镇就是齐切斯特了，那里甚至也不大可能有经销绘画颜料的商家。然而，没有白色，我那些荒谬的小图画就会像人世间没有好人一样毫无意义。我傻乎乎地凝望着四周，绞尽脑汁思索一个权宜之计。后来，我突然站起来。一阵又一阵放声大笑，结果弄得那些奶牛都瞪着眼瞧我，要召唤疯子的看护人来。Imagine a man in the Sahara regretting that he had no sand for his hourglass. Imagine a gentleman in mid-ocean wishing that he had brought some salt water with him for his chemical experiments. I was sitting on an immense warehouse of white chalk. The landscape was made entirely out of white chalk. White chalk was piled more miles until it met the sky. I stooped and broke a piece of the rock I sat on. It did not mark so well as the shop chalks do, but it gave the effect. And I stood there in a trance of pleasure, realizing that this southern England is not only a grand peninsula, and a tradition, and a civilization. It is something even more admirable. It is a piece of chalk. 想想看，一个人在撒哈拉因找不到沙子来灌他的沙漏而感到遗憾；想想看，一个人在海洋中间却希望自己带咸水来，以便进行化学实验。我正坐在白垩的巨大仓库上啊，这里的风景完全是白垩所构成的。白垩堆叠着，不知多少英里，一直延伸到天边。我弯下腰来，从所做的岩石上劈下一块，它不如商店的那种粉笔画的那么显明，但是仍能画出效果。我站在那里，快乐的出了神，认识到英国南部这里不仅是一个巨大的半岛，一种传统和一种文明。它还是一个更令人称奇的东西，它是一支粉笔。
感谢您收听今天的美文阅读节目。您也可以通过云听 App 在线实时收听美文阅读以及轻松调频的其他节目。今天的节目就到这儿，我是沈听，我们明天见。